We need new voices. We need a new perspective. If we're going to rise, we need a lot of people that are going to start having the necessary conversations, the positive conversations. We need people that are going to stand up and start talking about what can we actually do. It's no longer time for us to just do motivational speaking where we say, ah, work hard, ah, do this. We need conversations that are going to start talking about how do you work hard? What can you do? How can you change your fortune from where you are? How can you raise that small business that you have to a multi-million dollar business? Those are the conversations we need to start having. Salibonani Saubona Makadini Enda Moribanji. Greetings everybody and welcome to the new voices as we rise podcast. And of course, I am Pan-African, so I'm so excited about our languages. I think I've got a basic understanding of about four African languages. And my prayer and my hope is I'm going to grow that to as many African languages as possible because I love Africa like that. And that is the reason why I've decided to start the New Voices As We Rise podcast. My name is Donald Roy and thank you so much for joining me on this platform. I'm going to be your host for this podcast series and we're going to go for a lot of episodes. I'm looking at a season that's going to be like 10 episodes long. But let's get into today's episode. Now, today's episode is going to be the introduction to the new voices as we rise podcast. Now, you may be asking yourself, why that title? New voices as we rise. Why that title? I'm living in a generation that is being influenced by social media and the internet. And what the internet has done is that it has turned the world into a global village. And so even though I've never traveled to the Philippines or to the United States of America, I have a basic idea of what the U.S. looks like. I have a basic idea of what the Philippines looks like based on what I can see on the Internet, based on the connections that I've made over the Internet, based on relationships that I've developed over the Internet. And so I have an idea of what's happening in the rest of the world and not just as opposed to before. When I grew up, we didn't have the internet. I didn't have a phone. I remember when I was in primary school, having a phone was so much of a luxury that people would walk around displaying their cell phones. Actually, from top of my head, one of the most influential musicians we had of our time was uh, Simon Chimbetu. And anyone who comes from my generation will tell you that Simon Chimbetu will go on his music videos with a with a cell phone on his on his waist just to show how it was a prestigious thing to own a cell phone and that's the generation i'm coming from but now because of what has happened with the internet and with technology a cell phone is just like oxygen it's 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 just like food you know you will have a two-year-old knows how to navigate their way on the cell phone they know what to do with the cell phone they know where to go they know where to find their games they know where to call they know how to do everything with a cell phone something we didn't have back then and so as a result as a consequence of this this has exposed us to what is happening in other economies in other parts of the world and that prompts you to start asking critical questions about where you are and so the standard of living in my country is Zimbabwe. Now, if you listen to this from other parts of the world and you don't know where Zimbabwe is, we are just at the very bottom of uh, the African continent. We are next to South, we're just north of South Africa, which is the very, like the very bottom of the uh, African continent. And to the north, we are flanked by Zambia. 
and on the western uh, on the east there's Botswana and there's Mozambique and so that's where Zimbabwe is that's the dot right there and so just by looking at what's happening in other parts of the world I'll give you for example I started looking at what's happening in our neighbor's country Zambia Zambia used to be like at the level we we were actually at some point I'm told I didn't experience this, but I'm told by the generation that's just before us that there was a point where Zimbabwe was so much of a red basket that people from South Africa, from Zambia, would come to Zimbabwe and settle in Zimbabwe because we were the prosperous one. We were the ones that were actually doing well. And as a matter of fact, in Zimbabwe right now, we have a lot of Zambian-speaking um, people that have become fathers to some of us. That have become fathers, so we have that multicultural nation because of we you know because of what we used to own because of who used to be as a country but in my generation things have not been so and so you start asking the critical questions if zambia is improving the economy and things are getting better in their country south africa has always been way better than us for the greatest time and of course they remain the biggest economy in africa you start to ask yourself where are we getting it wrong as a nation because you go on instagram you go on twitter you go on the internet and you see there's a lot of things that are happening in other countries that are just not happening in yours and you start to ask yourself but these guys are next they're our next door neighbor they probably have the same amount of resources as us of course that's a very strong generalization but you know on tail to tail, those guys probably have the same exposure as us, the same natural resources as us, and yet they seem to be improving their country. Zambia is, you know, Zambian, the Zambian quarter has been going up. Their currency has been going up and gaining value. And our own country keeps getting hit by inflation. Things just keep getting worse and worse and worse. And so I started asking myself, where are we getting it wrong as a country? Where are we getting it wrong as a nation? And so I, I identified several areas that I thought were, you know, our biggest problem. But of course, before I did my own research, I decided to ask my friends on WhatsApp. So I put up a WhatsApp poll, a WhatsApp status, and I started asking people, what do you think we can do to improve our country? Where, where are we getting it wrong? I started, I, I developed this interest to understand where are we getting it wrong? What do we need to start doing as a country? And I found that, my generation is problem oriented and not solution oriented and we're going to get into that in a minute but let me talk about what are some of the things that have contributed or inspired me to start this podcast now the first one is the fact that our society our zimbabwean society is really 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 limping with problems related to the economy so our economy is not functioning as it ought to be so that's the starting point of our problems now because of that we are experiencing serious social decay so we've got because we've lived in poverty for too long people have developed the mentality of an overnight success it has to happen now and it has to happen today and so people have started doing everything they can just to make money and and we've lost the futuristic mindset we are thinking about today now what can i do to make the most benefit today but the truth of the fact is that success, true success, is not an overnight thing. And so, you know, people have started now getting into all kinds of occultism that we never used to have before. 
chakunzi kwa kutanga kumuka zvemanjuzu kwa kumuka zvekutengesa mabode parts people are trying to achieve success overnight this is something we never we've never had before and you know this this all sorts of things happening now children who have just left high school are getting into prostitution and now there's different levels of prostitution ka i see road you know children are now getting associated with you know ministers and people that have made it however they've made it you know women have become materialistic and sorry women not all of you but most women in my generation have become materialistic they're looking for relationships that can sustain them they're looking for relationships that can meet their financial needs we have lost the art of understanding the principles and the steps that are needed for success and my fear is that what are we passing on to the next generation because unfortunately the coming generation that's coming after us is the generation that's being raised up by the internet we have lost our family system that used to exist in our time when i grew up when i was just but a young boy we knew that we've got securus we've got an atete where we can go to you know things you can't discuss with your father things that you can talk to to your father or things that your parent is not telling you about the whole society to come and say to you ah but ah uh, you you know you know you're not doing right by this you my generation though has lost that we have become the generation of parents and you don't even have a relationship with your brother or sister later on your kids have a relationship with your brother or sister so that's the biggest problem but the biggest problem above all of this right what i think is the biggest problem above all of this is that we are not having the necessary conversations that we need to start having in order to influence each other to influence our economy to 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 push ourselves further when you ask young people when you ask i i did a whatsapp poll just to try and get a sense of what people think we should start doing in order to move our economy forward people will tell you that but let's change our leadership okay but suppose we change our political leadership and things remain the same what's going to happen now as, as i was preparing for this conversation i was listening to um a, 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 a youtube video by samantha musa miss red and arthur marara phenomenal transformation transformational speaker arthur marara and arthur was just saying um for a lot of us change is not going to start when the political leadership changes because even if political leadership changes it's not going to guarantee that your life is going to turn around so what has to start changing is our mindset what has to start changing is the conversations we are having if you go on our social media right now go on zimbabwe and twitter facebook and mostly twitter and facebook the conversations that are happening there you will be shocked the conversations that get attention you will be shocked the conversations that trend people are talking about things that do not move us one beat as a nation instead we keep feeding our society negativity we keep feeding each other the wrong perspective to life the perspective that in order to be successful you have to be a prostitute in order to be successful you have to you know it has to happen in two days what's not helping is that we've got a lot of overnight rich people who we don't know where they got their success we cannot trick how you made your money and you come on the internet you start flaunting your success 
And our young people are looking at this. That's where they're getting inspiration for life. That's where they're getting their models for life. And they see you, you're flaunting a car, you're flaunting cash, you're going on vacation the whole year. But we don't know how you've made your money. And so at the end of the day, what has been happening, what, what has ended up happening, because we're not having the necessary conversation, the greatest talent in our country is leaving. And this has been so for such a long time. Our talent is leaving. They leave, they go to other parts of the world, other parts of the, um, uh, uh, of the continent. And we've been having serious brain drain. But if you ask me, what's happening is people are looking for the easy way out, right? Yes, fair and fine. You can go, you know, travel to the UK, relocate to the UK, stay there, make a life for yourself. They, that is, you know, fine and well for you. But my worry is what's going to happen to the generation that we are leaving? What's the baton that we are passing on to the next generation? If we all decide to leave the country, what will happen? Right now, we have a lot of xenophobia that's happening in South Africa. We have a lot of South Africans complaining that Zimbabweans are just coming here to South Africa. To some extent, they do have a point. As much as I don't agree with the approach, as much as I don't agree with the way things can be done sometimes, my question to all, all of us Zimbabweans is, what have we done to start changing the narrative in our own country? And I'm not being political here. This is not even a political discussion because I understand that even if the political leadership was to change today, things are not going to change overnight, right? Because even at a political leadership level, the president is not in charge of every single decision even politically. We have got permanent secretaries in the ministries. We've got ministers. Even below that, we've got people that are working in these ministry departments. In our country, some of the most, you know, bad customer experience, you experience it in government departments. If you think I'm lying, or go and try and get yourself an ID or a passport, or just go and try and get some information about, you know, the um, number of livestock we have in the country. Just just go to any government department today and you will understand what I'm talking about. So we need to start changing our mindset as a people. Before we even talk political leadership, we need to start talking about the conversations that will change our mindset as a people. Before we leave the country, before we complain and say the economy is bad, we need to start changing our mindset before we say marriages are not working out we need to start having the right perspective things are not going to change if we we don't have the right perspective if your perspective to marriage is that so i will not get married i'm going to stay as a single parent if you decide to do that because that's what you want, that's your will, then that's fair and fine. But don't just don't take that route just because you think, you know, all men are not faithful or all women are not faithful. Expose yourself to the positive perspective. Now, this is where the new voices as we rise podcast is coming through, ladies and gentlemen. Because unless we start to change the conversations that we're having, Unless we start to change our mindset, unless we start to change the direction of the conversations we're having, we're never going to change this country. We will change several political leaders. We will even put the ones we think they're the greatest minds and still our lives will remain where we are. 
It doesn't take a political party or political leadership to change your life. Yes, the macros can be changed by the political leadership. Yes, the general um, the general welfare of the economy takes political leadership to change that. But I'm going to tell you right now that right now in Zimbabwe, even in this very country that we are, there are a lot of people that are making money. There are a lot of people that are changing their lives. But I'm not here about individual success. I'm here about mindset that's going to guarantee that we change our success, our fortunes as a country collectively. Forget political leadership. Forget the things that have not been done. Forget the things that we cannot have control over. Forget the things that, you know, we cannot change. Let's start where we are. I just discovered a very interesting statistic. Excuse me, English is not my first language, so I'm bound to make a few glitches here and there. But I discovered just that in the pandemic, the number of billionaires in the world increased by 2,000 just in the pandemic. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that dynamic? That in the worst time of the world, every single part of the world was closed in the pandemic. But some people, because they had the correct mindset, because they had the correct way of thinking, they went and turned around their businesses and turned around their destinies to the point of making a billion dollars in two years. And here we are. All we ever do is Zimbabweans is complain. But you can't do this. You can't do that. So people leave instead. But what if you stayed? What can we do? If we decide to stay, those are the conversations we need to do. The way things are, with where we are, what can we do? What is it that we can do to change our fortune? What is it that we can do to to build institutions that will, you know, outlive us? What can we do to improve our service delivery as a nation? What can we do to build businesses that are going to employ so many people that our economy can become a middle income economy? Um, you know, maybe not by 2030 as the president has put across, but what can we start in doing in order to move in that direction? Instead of us just slamming down politicians and saying, ah, but what are they doing? What are you doing as an individual? What are you doing as a person to ensure that your children are going to live in an environment that is tarred roads? What are you doing as an individual to ensure that your children are going to go to schools that have got quality education, schools that have got a quality environment? What are you doing to make sure that the economy you leave, the baton you pass on to your children is that of a successful nation? What are you doing as an individual? If you're not doing it, you need to start asking yourself, who is doing it? Who is doing it? Who do you expect to rise up and start changing the narrative of your life and of your country and of the legacy that you're going to leave for your children? And so, ladies and gentlemen, this right here is the reason why new voices as we rise has started. We need new voices. We need a new perspective. If we're going to rise, we need a lot of people that are going to start having the necessary conversations, the positive conversations. We need people that are going to stand up and start talking about what can we actually do. It's no longer time for us to just do motivational speaking where we say, ah, work hard, ah, do this. We need conversations that are going to start talking about how do you work hard? What can you do? How can you change your fortune from where you are? How can you raise that small business that you have to a multi-million dollar business? Those are the conversations we need to start having. 
And so that is what we're going to be doing on this journey on the New Voices As We Rise podcast. We're going to be inviting people and we're going to be having conversations that will start to change and to shift our mindset. What can we do in this very economy without leaving the country? With what we have, with where we are, what can we do? I'm reminded of a, an inspirational story of um, a young boy in the Bible by the name of David. David arrived at the battlefront and there's this huge problem. Huge problem. Huge in stature. Huge in influence. That has really, really been disrespecting his life and his brother's life. And an entire uh, people are being disrespected by this huge problem. David did not have the resources that would match that problem. But he went with what he had. He believed in what he had. Picked up the stones and killed the problem. And those are the voices we need to start having. Voices that say we are able to go out and possess the country. I'm also reminded of Joshua and Caleb. Um, if you read the Bible, it talks about the children of Israel have been given a promise by God. You're going to go into the land of promise and this is going to happen. This, is. But the land of promise is not just sitting there and waiting for you. There are things you have to conquer before you can possess the land of promise. And so they went in there and 10 people were like, ah, as Ah, kudara koko, guys. This cannot be done. But we have two young men who come back with a positive perspective, who come back with a positive angle to the story. They say, yes, they are giants there. And those guys are very big. And we even looking like grasshoppers before them. But we are able to go out and possess the country. We are able to go out and possess our inheritance, regardless of having the sons of Anak there. Regardless of having the giants there, we are able to possess that nation. And that's the conversations we need to start having. Let's quit this behavior of going and abusing each other on social media. And, and we, we, we are selling the wrong image to the world. We have drama all over social media. And we trend with that. We follow that. We feed that. You know, you wake up every day before you even think about things that can change your life. You're busy listening to conversations about and people are spreading abuse on the internet. We need to stop that. We need to start having conversations that will change our perspective. Conversations that will move us forward. I am so pregnant with desire that when you come onto this podcast you're going to log in onto this podcast and hear about how you can turn a dollar business into a multi-million dollar business it's possible it is possible you can take your business from a dollar profit a day to a hundred thousand profit a day it is possible we can do it but we cannot do it unless we start changing our mindset. We cannot do it unless we start changing the way we think. And on the new voices as we rise, we're going to be having new voices change our discourse, change the narrative, change the way we look at things, change the way we think, and we will rise. Zimbabwe will rise up again. Africa will rise. And we should, this is our time. We will shine. And we're going to make this happen. Our marriages will come back to a place of bliss again. Our economy, our businesses will rise up again. We're coming back to that place of shining again. And no one is coming. No one is coming. We are going to do it ourselves. In Zimbabwe, we have an expression. We have a proverb, brother, which says, I don't know if it's a proverb or an idiom, 
but whatever it is we have uh, we have a, we have a, we have a saying which says right which means the country is built by its own people we can do it ladies and gentlemen we can do it and so i'm so excited that you're one of the few people let me not say a few because i know a lot of you are listening but you're one of those that are going to really start thinking about this and i, I don't come here as an expert i don't come here as if i know everything the reason why I decided to call this new voices is because we're going to be having some people that are rising up, some people that are passionate, start be, they, they will start to challenge the discourse. They will start to challenge the narrative. We're going to start having this conversation. You don't need to be a million a millionaire to start talking about things that can change our lives. Maybe you have an idea. Maybe you have a cha- um, a perspective. You 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 have a way of seeing things that can help us transform ourselves. We need you to rise up. Maybe you may not really come on to the new voices as we rise podcast, but wherever you are, you need to start having the right conversations with your peers, with your colleagues, with your family. You need to start having the conversations that are moving our country forward. And so, ladies and gentlemen, let new voices arise and we will rise. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Um, do stay with us. Please invite a friend, share this podcast with someone. Let's transform our lives and podcast love you all